With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. Episode 99. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you uh, all had a great Christmas, all had a great New Year with your families and not what. Um, if you, and hope Santa Claus brought you lots of presents and you ate loads of mince pies and drunk loads of beer and all that malarkey. Hello to you all in the chat box. Good evening to you all. Um, big shout out to Nigel who is moderating the session tonight, so keep it clean. Otherwise, you're out of there. Dan, how are you, sir? Hello, mate. How you doing? Man, I've missed this, you know. I've missed it. I have missed it. I've uh, had to try and take over a bit of hosting, mate, but I never quite get it as good as no, you, mate. No, you're no. a pro. Let me tell you. mate. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I've been watching the POTS preview, every single one of them, and you are a natural, and I'm so glad that I got you to do it. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Um, so for, I just said to you, do what you want to do. And, mate, you have taken the ball by the horns and you really, really have um, excelled there. And it's absolutely brilliant. But until you get messages like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't compete, mate. Can't you, compete. You know, no, mate, honestly, it's absolutely brilliant. So well done, mate. Um, and, of course, I'm sure everyone in the chat box has been watching. It's been getting really good views. So well done, mate. It's only going to go from strength to strength. Judges? Hold on, hold on. Boy, can you just put the Daniel Wolf one up then? If you're just putting one up with you, can you just put that one up, please? Come on, you no, gooners. No, 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 Come one. on, you gooners. Not that one. Come on. Come on. Come on. You, you can do it, Craig. You can where do is that. It? Yeah. Where is it? What do you mean, where is it? Like, uh, I come just put it up there. I'm like, not you know, putting that uh, up there. You just put one up of yourself. Well, I'm, I'm the host. One. That's how it works. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Like, like uh, that. Uh, got, uh, right, so. I've yeah. got a bit of control now. Craig, don't know. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. Like, you know, so... Uh, I'm all good, thank you, boys. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll take that one as well. Yeah, take that one. All three of us been up there now. All three of us. I'll take that. Well done. Yeah, anyway, just, before, just before we do come to Lee and we ask him how he's been, I've just got this announcement to make as well. Um, 
JR Fizzy, he's a FIFA YouTuber. Um, and he's going to be doing FIFA prediction videos for us for the rest of the season. We'll see how it goes. Um, he plays FIFA. So what he's going to do is, um, I'm not sure if he's already done it, but he's in the process of doing a predictor. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Arsenal uh, by playing FIFA. Bit of fun. He's a brilliant YouTuber. Deserves so many more subscribers than he's already got. Go over there and support him. Subscribe to his channel. Very entertaining. Great fun to watch. Um, and we'll look forward to his first video for us um, coming this week. Judges, Listen, how are you, sir? How are you? I'm all, I'm all good, and I, I won't be falling asleep or anything on this one. I have been out with Campbell today, like, but uh, I, I have been very, very professional and only had a half. Not like a couple of weeks ago. No, not like a couple of weeks ago, no. I did have a few, like, you know. And, uh, Sitting there going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I'm going to be very, very professional today. So uh, I, I, I cut out of the uh, drinking culture today, like no. So I'm all raring to go, and all positive. I hope today because it's been a good, good, good couple of good week. I'd say, you know, what I mean, very Arsenal positive. That's what I'm calling. Well, it ain't been bad, is it? I mean, it hasn't been bad. We've changed managers. Um, I do believe this is our first podcast since, isn't it? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mikhail Arteta. What a man! Uh, honestly, I, I I wish my hair was like his. He, he like my, he came on the telly last night, and I said to I said, "What a man! Look at him!" And my two girls were like, "What did you say?" I said, "Look <laughs> at him, gorgeous, isn't he?" And my two girls were like, "No, no, no, you're better, Dad." Ah, oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Lovely. But, um, he really seems to have um, brought this feel-good factor with him, um, and I love. Um, what's going on at the moment at the club is is so so positive. Um, I just want to come in here. Sorry now before it ha uh, Harry has got Harry got sacked. <laughs> no, <laughs> Harry Harry hasn't been sacked. Um, some good news for Harry is that he has been asked to do the official ninety minutes podcast um, for the football company ninety minutes. So I we have released him um, to do his podcast. It's his job. It's his bread and butter. Um, so, of course, we're not going to hold Harry back from um, furthering his career. So, if you're watching, mate, or if you get to watch this, well done, mate. Very proud of you. Very well deserved. Um, and um, we hope well you done, go Harry. strength to strength, mate. Strength to strength. Um, Dan, yeah, Mikhail Arteta uh, brought some positivity around the club. Um, Pep Guardiola with hair. My, it is, isn't it? Pep Guardiola with hair. Uh, sorry, sorry, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? He has done in, in three or four games what I thought he was going to do or would have done in three or four months. Um, I really thought we were in trouble. I really did. You know, I was. I, everyone was talking and joking about relegation, but our form suggested that it was relegation form, boys, you know. Um, and what I saw, you know, it obviously didn't take us over at Everton, but you could see the boys were trying. Bournemouth, likewise, I weren't too impressed because Bournemouth were a poor side, but they were trying, you know, and that's all I could ask for was the performance was was kind of there. And then obviously the Chelsea game was just a bit of a bit of running out of steam in the last 10 minutes, I'd say. And unfortunately, that lost us the game. I wasn't going to throw Teddy in the corner because I actually thought Chelsea deserved to win because they took the chances and we made two errors. Um, uh, but I wasn't annoyed with the performance. And then, you know, sometimes when you do lose 2-1 or 1-0 when you have the performance, you can't get too upset. But Man United was a totally different story. I mean, from start to finish, 11 improved players, you know, not just one or two leaders out there, 11 improved players that I saw on that pitch that I thought in the same positions shouldn't have even 
even been playing in that position. You look at Ainsley, mate, and Niles, how much he's improved just in the last few games in that position, just because he's had his arm around his shoulder. You look at Lucas Torreira, it's just for me been absolutely amazing because he's playing in the right position. And, you know, and I said it a couple of weeks ago, it's, you know, he's, he's playing in that position for Uruguay and Sampdoria. Arsenal then buy him. Unai Emery plays him for a few months in there. He's absolutely brilliant. And then decides he wants to put him up front with Bamiang and it all goes wrong. And what that then does is it messes up the balance of our midfield. Granite Chak has improved because of that Lucas Torreira position. Meza Ozil's improved because of that um, Lucas Torreira position. And I really think it is that important. Um, and then obviously Leeds last night was a terrible first half and it was as if the old manager had come back for 45 minutes. Uh, and then all of a sudden he gives them a rollick in at half time from what we hear. They come out a completely different side. Mm. And, you know, I saw a reaction and a performance and it's just refreshing. And it's just what we needed at this football club at that time. As I say, I really didn't expect it. I thought it was going to take him a real lot of time. But we still need to, boys, 100%. Uh, the, the board need to back him this month because we are so short at the back. Um, it's ridiculous. So what I don't want is to say we go, he sorted it all out. You're not getting any more money. You, you know, wait till the summer because we need it now because there's still a lot to play for. You know, I still think the league position's not going to be easy for us this year. I, I still feel the Europa League should be our priority. But why can't we go on to, if we, you know, go, go on a good run? Why can't we go on and have a good run in that competition or a good cup run? You know, that's the way I see it. And um there's still a lot to play for. We've only just got past the Christmas period, only halfway through, and things are positive again, boys. Much more positive than I thought they would have been if you would have asked me a few weeks ago. Absolutely, man. I can't agree with you anymore. Lee, how refreshing is it to see an Arsenal manager sit in front of us all and say, if you're not good enough or you don't listen to me, you're out? Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I'll tell you what, I haven't listened to press conferences and um, interviews and whatever for a very, very long time, mm. over a year and a half. Nothing against... Uh, Emery, but I just didn't understand them. Arsene Wenger towards the end, it was the same old sort of stuff. I'm looking forward to and enjoying every time Arteta comes on. You know, he says the right thing. And what he said yesterday was absolutely fantastic. He come on there and turned around and said, I, I warned, I told these players that not to underestimate Leeds. They did not take, they didn't take it on board. What I see yesterday was two teams uh, that you know it's been our problems and he said that the first half team and the second half team the first half team I didn't like and I loved that he was so honest he wasn't um, beating around the bush he turned around and said it how exactly it was and what I liked about it was that yes it was a poor first half yeah, nothing went right we weren't playing well and all that goes in at half time and he gets an instant reaction from the players they come out a completely different team that tells you a lot that what went on in that dressing room in that 15 minutes. It tells you a lot. It tells you that those players were given a rollicking, which they confirmed. It also told them that if they don't perform, that they're, 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 they're not going to be around this club no longer. And he has got a tune, as, as um, Dan just said there, out of every single player at this moment in time. Torreira has been absolutely outstanding. Um, the reason being that that is now the back four looks a lot more solid because it's got protection. Maitland Niles has become the best right back uh, at Arsenal in the last few few games. He's been out, you know, no one's now uh, chomping at the bit for Bellerin to come back. Dan's favourite player, Kalazanac, has also has turned in back into the beast. Mm. He's been absolutely brilliant. The yeah, last do year. you know what? I was I was actually going to bring that up quickly, Lee, before and that's something I did forget because what I saw get Man United, sorry to jump in you there, mate, but no, uh, it's, re it's, it's, it's relevant. He, he, he was so good in the first half 
against Man United that I thought this is a completely different left back. This is certainly not the left back I've been looking at for the last couple of years. Yeah. So for him to do that in that short amount of time again it is sensational. And I must admit, because obviously I wanted, uh, I thought this team needed a Simeone, Ancelotti, uh, Benitez, someone to come in and just kind of, you know, shit him all up, really, so to speak. It looks like Mikel Arteta's done that. Mm. And I didn't yeah. expect that from him at all, you know? No, so, sorry, been... mate, go on. It's obviously, no, it's obviously something he's learned from Pep Lee. Would you, would you, yeah, you know, I, I, after watching that dog, I mean, I actually went, when, no, when all the, it. I'm going to have a well, you've got to watch it. I mean, I watched it when all the talk was up about that Arteta was going to be the new manager. It was the first thing I'd done. I jumped on Amazon Prime and I watched it. Um, and you can see so many similarities between Pep and Arteta. Now, I, I understand that, that, you know, they're not the same man, but we could really. Without trying to go too over the top, we could really be onto something now with Mikhail Arteta. Lee. Would you agree? Well, well, at the moment, he's done everything that we could possibly. Listen, I'm going to be honest. You know, what I mean, I, 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 I wasn't over keen on the appointment. I felt, we, and I actually said it. You know, our Arsenal looking at the cheap option, but I'm going to, you know, hold judgment on it. Mm. And it wasn't one that really, you know, got me excited. I'll be honest. Mm. But from his first press conference. He got me excited. He, he, he said everything that was right. And yes, um, talk is cheap, but then he's backed that up. You know, three clean sheets out of five games. You know, yeah. I know that he wasn't involved in in the um, uh, game at Everton, but he, he, he stamped his authority on that by saying, I'll be watching. I'm in the stands watching. I love that, that side of it. The way he spoke was, um, you know, inspirational, if you like, from, you know, from, from me as a fan. He got me on board. He got me on board. And, you know, the last three games, as, as Dan said, the Chelsea game, listen, I come away from that game against Chelsea disappointed because I felt the referee had conned us from, mm. from it. But also, we played really well that game. And, yeah, I was disappointed we lost. But I, I, I took away um, things from that game, that after, a positivity, even though we lost. Yeah. When we didn't, you know, when we game against Brighton when we lost, there was no positivity, nothing. So, I, I took that on board. You know, if we'd have got the second goal against Chelsea, we'd have won that game. We got the second goal against Man United and that's why we won that game. Brilliant. And you're not going to play well every game. But I thought yesterday's game showed so many good things because it highlighted the bad things, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, they were all there to be seen, but they he quickly rectified them in the second half performance. Now, I've seen, we've seen many a performance like that in the first half this season and it not be rectified and not look like it's ever going to get better. But mm. it, it was it was within minutes, you know, and as I said about Kolasinac, he's, you know, he come, he's come back from injury. He's been brilliant. The last few games, you know, as I say, and again, I have to say, I criticised David Luiz and I've criticised Socrates um, and they've been brilliant. What bugs me a little bit about all of this is that these players have obviously got the ability because they've just shown it in the last couple of games. Where have they been all season? Where, yeah. have they been, you know, and, and that that questions me about their character. That questions me uh, about things. So I'm not going to sit on there and say, "Oh, this is it. It's all going to be turned around." I still feel that this manager needs different players in this squad because I feel that um, these these guys will let him down somewhere along the line. So if it, I do feel that he needs to to be backed. And listen. It's all right saying we've got a great manager here and a great coach and all that. If he is back properly, we we could be onto something really big, you know, mm. because I have enjoyed what I've seen. You know, 
there's there's an honesty about him. There's an honesty about his the way he talks. If if things are not good, and do you know what? What I've liked about it is that we see what he's seeing, and he's not afraid to tell it as well. Yes. Right? And, and, and when he's when he's talking in those press conferences, he's not talking to me and you. He's he's getting his message over to those players. This is not good enough. You're not good enough doing this. We're not good enough to play at a low tempo. Oh, I love that saying because the, the, the higher the tempo they are play, the better we're going to be. The lower the tempo, we're not going to play well. And that is just going in about heart and desire. He, he turned around and said, you know, you have to use your head and your heart. I just loved everything of what he said. Um, it's a good start. And I think Dan's exactly right. I, I didn't think we was going to get as much of a positive start as we have got. And, you know, so for me, we're... We're two, three, four weeks in of what what I ever thought we we're going to be, and and it's looking really good. So uh, long may it continue. And I, I think that the fans are starting to come together as well. There's a, you know, the atmosphere in the last couple of games has been great. And everybody, listen, I, I, this is the true story. This is on when we went to Everton game. Yeah, you could not. I had a spare ticket for that game. I could not get rid of it for love or money, right? And there was tickets flying around all over the place that day, like you know. You wouldn't be out if you've got a ticket now. You'd sell it straight away. Like there's the, the fans are all back on board, mm. and I think that it's uh, um, you know all positive at this moment in time. Absolutely. I also want to bring this question in here from Bill. Thank you very much, sir, um, for your kind donation. Uh, Arteta has the making of good of a good and potentially great coach. Now it's on. Now it's on the board to show their ambition. Uh, ambition. Ambition. Good to have you boys back. Well, thank you very much, Bill, and thanks yeah. for coming back and supporting Couldn't us. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't yeah, agree could, more. Exactly. It's now over to the board, isn't it, Dan? It's now over to Mr. Cronky. Um, you know, talk talk on Twitter this evening from some all right in the nose, but some of the ones I some of the ones who I follow and normally quite normally quite good. Um is saying that um the upper Mucano uh, transfer mm. is quite close. He wants to leave. He's told Lysbeck he wants to leave um and he wants to come to the Arsenal. Well, I think that's a perfect signing. I really do. I mean, I looked at looked at him a lot when we were linked with him in the summer and thought, mm, don't know much about this lad. Um, I've also got a, a good friend of mine who's an Arsenal fan who who is um, French and he's really into the the young. She's not a fan of Deschamps, mind you, but uh, he, he really enjoys the young sort of what France have got coming up. And he does mention this lad as being that kind of rock at the back, and he does look like just what we need. He looks like a, a leader. He looks like a winner. He looks like a kind of Sol Campbell with his in terms of his presence. I think that's what we need. Um, I must mention David Luiz because I think he's been superb since mm -hmm. Arteta's turned over. I don't actually think he's had a bad game. Um, against Man United, he was against Manchester United. He was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. And last night, he was one of our best players. You know, it was between, for me, him and Lacazette, who got man of the match. I thought David Lewis was, was really good. Yeah, so, he has stepped up to the plate as well. So, you know, it is a position we still need. We, I, I can't believe, I think it was you, Lee, said the other day, how, how unlucky we've been with three yeah. ACL injuries. I mean, with Bellerin holding and now Chambers, we are going to need to strengthen. We do still need uh, a holding midfielder, in my opinion, somebody with presence. Um, I know Torreira has been great, but I still feel we need somebody there because we're still question marks over Granite Chaka's um, future at the club. So for me, somebody like a, a Yaya Torre figure would be great. And if we can get him, just Yaya Torre and, and, and a Sol Campbell at the back, just imagine what we mm. could look like, how, how much of a difference that can make. 
Right back still worries me because I know Maitland-Niles as good as he has been. Um, we've still got Bellerin. He can't keep fit. I don't know how long away he is, but um, we still haven't got a right back for me. But I'm not too sure that that's a, that's a position he'll look at with Maitland-Niles playing so well. But just those two positions in January would be great to strengthen. And I, I, I feel that <clears throat> let's take an N'Golo Kante and Van Dijk when they weren't as good as they are now. If you were to put that into our team just now, We'd be we'd be right up there challenging for the top four in my opinion. So um so yeah, th- th- absolutely, it's got to be done. And I hope that the board back him, but will they? You know, I still don't have the confidence that we've got the money in the bank. You know, they say we haven't. We still should have the Awobi money from the summer. We should be looking at trying to spend, in my opinion, on a centre half. But if you're saying that um, the rumours say the Super Meccano deal is is close, then I imagine it's in the region of fifty to sixty million because I don't think they'd sell him for much less than that. Mm. And the only rumours I seem to get is Jerome Boateng on loan, who I'm not too keen on. So. So um, I think that, you know, Upper Meccano is the way forward. Lee, we can all sit here and talk about, um, you know, the players we need to sign and we hope he gets back and this, that and the other. But what, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, before Arteta came, Aubameyang wanted to leave. Today he comes out on Twitter and tells us all he's captain of his club. He's proud to be captain of his club and he's not going anywhere. Um is this the mild, you know? Is this the is this the Arteta effect as well, Lee? You know, it's all very well saying, like I said, we need this player, we need this player, we need that player. But you know, Aubameyang coming out and saying that he's captain, he's proud to be captain, he wants to be at Arsenal. That's, I mean, that's brilliant news too. Yeah, well, listen, this, I think it is something to do with Arteta because you know he's obviously like spoke to him, and, and sometimes you can be impressed by that. Like you know, Kevin said to me something today that when George Graham first came in at Arsenal, he got everybody together. A little bit similar to a certain degree. Come from Millwall, um, um, which wasn't one of the big clubs, but he, his mentor was Terry Venables, who was a big, big um, coach at the time. Come in and said words, and he and got the the players on board straight away, straight away with one talk. And I think that Arteta has probably done the same. And you know, look, listen, you can take that with a little bit of pinch of salt about Aubameyang. You know, the proof of being the pudding. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But in saying what I've seen, you know, who wouldn't want to be involved in at the moment? It's looking a lot better. Now, he's doing this with players that, how can I say that, that, um, Emery and Freddie Lundberg couldn't get a tune out of. And all of a sudden, he's getting a tune out of these players. Now, if he can get the backing from the ball and get another level, higher sort of player and do what he's doing with these players, you know, you're going to think to yourself, well, this is a, a, a... a manager that can, or a coach that can do really, really well. I also think that it's got to be said that he's he's got in some experienced people around him. Yeah. You know, the, um, is it Steve um, Round who's come from um, Everton? Steve Round, yeah. He's got Ex- experience. Manchester United, I think, as well, isn't he? Ex-Man United. So yeah. he's uh, England as well. So he's got a bit of experience in it. It's coached at the press. So that's a brilliant appointment. People, people can just turn around and say, "I oh, so he's got to have the proper people in around him," and. I think maybe I've been a little bit harsh on Freddie Lundberg that probably he didn't have that. You know what I mean? Like he's, he didn't have that experienced go-to man, which obviously uh, Mikel Arteta has got. So I think that that's a very, very good shrewd um, bit of business from from him. And, you know, I also think it was very, very good. He said it yesterday that he, he had coached a few of the youngsters as well when they were 16. So they, they, they look up to him. That You know, he knows what, what's right and what's wrong about Arsenal as well, like, you know, so I, I think that, you know, there's some real positive signs there. I do feel that um, 
you know, like Boateng. Oh, I think why not bring in both? Why not bring in both? You know, like Boateng, we need a little bit of experience in there as well. We's, we, we've lost a few players. We'll definitely bring in, what's his name? Upper Bacana. Upper Bacana. Upper Upper Makana. Yeah, sounds like a song. But anyway, like, you know, I think that it'd be a, you know, we need to, we need to, we need to jump into those things here, like, you know. But also, you have to look at, you know, three or four weeks ago, let's be honest now, I'm going to ask a serious question. Three or four weeks ago, I think we'd have all turned around. Well, I definitely know Dan's answer to this is Granite Shacker, get rid. Let's get rid of him. But after watching him now in these last couple of games, well, I he's thought, another one. Yeah. Who was, I, you know, Ozil I, and him. Yeah. I thought yesterday, I thought like, um, his second half performance was was outstanding. You know, what I mean, diving in to a tackle in the last minute on the, on our corner flag, right to just stop them, you know, breaking on us in the last minute. I we wouldn't have seen that two or three weeks ago from him. You know, so how didn't he, he get? How, how didn't he get booked last night? Well, right, but, <laughs> but, but he's another one that may maybe like a Bamiang who you think to yourself, well, is that that's come on board? Maybe, maybe they're looking at him and going, do you know what? I might, I might, I, I want to be a part of this. It seems that everybody's involved, uh, getting in. Like, it seems like a good chemistry between everybody. So uh, all of a sudden, where you've got two players, like I think Aubameyang. I'm not saying that he was definitely, but he's probably thinking about it, and definitely, um, uh, Shaka are thinking about leaving. All of a sudden, uh, are not. You know what I mean? Like they're enjoying their football, and this is a very, very good point. Kevin said today. It doesn't matter how much money you're on. Or whatever. If you're enjoying your football, it's a big, big pull. You know what I mean? Like you know that that. And if you can start getting winning ways and start, you know, you can see there was. I, I see it in Shaka yesterday that he, he seemed like he was back enjoying his football. Now I'm not saying that he's in love with the Arsenal fans. It's going to, but it looked like to me a different person. And I think mm. that the manager's doing that. And if Bamiang's seeing that, he thought, you know, well maybe hold on a minute. I've got a lot, a lot of good things here at this club. If I can, if the they can make it up certainly along the line here. Maybe I'll stay. I don't know, but like it, it does seem very, very positive. Absolutely. I mean, Dan, even Mercer Ozil looks like a different player. Um, <laughs> I've I've been Mercer Ozil's biggest critic for the last two or three years. You know, I've called him lazy. I've called him this. I've called him that. Um, I think he's been playing very well, and he's so good against Manchester United. He was even good against Chelsea. Um, so this this Arteta effect seems to be taking seems to be taking um, effect across the whole board. Mm, mm, absolutely, I think Mesut Özil. I've never seen the guy run so, so much in my life against Man United. He was sensational, and I think that everything that he started to touch in the um, Chelsea game was sensational until Jorginho come on and then uh, yeah. just sat on him, basically marked him out of the game. And it was a bit like that last night, really, with Mesut Özil. I felt that. Um, uh, one of the players for them who really impressed me, I did say it on the pod actually, was um, was um, uh, Calvin Phillips. The lad, uh, he looks really good player. I'm, I, I was watching him closely and he kind of set on Mesut Ozil really, so they weren't giving him much space. But when you give Mesut Ozil space, he, he is fantastic. And what I think is so great about him is the fact that he's now tracking back. And like I say, it's the best balance in midfield we've had this season is Ozil, Torreira and Chaka, And that's because each of them have a role and they know exactly what they're doing. And to be fair to Arteta, he's coached it and drilled it into all three of them so that we have an understanding of a balance. And then what that does... It's not just does it get you better defensively, which we have been, which we have been, but it fills your strikers with confidence because Aubameyang, I think in December, has scored pretty much in every single game, and Lacazette and Pepe are now looking to be a lot 
a lot more improved in terms of their confidence. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I think what it's done now is our midfield's been pretty invisible for most of the season, in my opinion. Everyone kept going on about, we haven't, in fact, we haven't scored and we're terrible at the back. Well, mainly that was because our midfield was poor. It was unbalanced and we had Torreira out of position. Chaka was being asked to hold and be disciplined. And it was just a bit, you know, having an effect on most of the team, in my opinion. And I think that's the biggest thing he's done. He's come in straight away and noticed that. And we're better defensively all of a sudden. Like Lee says, three clean sheets in five. When was the last time we did that? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it must be seasons ago, not what, what months ago. So it has been great. The Arteta effect, I'm really, really positive. And I will say about him, when a manager goes into a press conference, you always hear the same sort of stuff. It's all about what you do with it, actions speak louder than words. And so far, what I've seen, I've been extremely impressed with everything that he's done. So I can't say a bad word about him so far. Mm. I mean, and, like... And English is fantastic, by the way. I'm not having a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it helps, so, doesn't it, Lee? It does help. It does help. Peps, you know what I mean? Like, he's been over, of course, in Rangers before he came to Everton. So he's been in this country a long time. I just think it does help. I think it's a it massive does. thing. Massive, massive. I, I know it sounds like a silly thing to say, but Unai Emery, I know everyone got the annoyed and took the mick out of him, which was maybe a little bit out of order in some, in some respects. But it was difficult to understand him. And sometimes you're thinking, how are we supposed to get on board with this if we can't quite understand what, what it's coming from? Mm. I think personally, the other thing that I'll mention just quickly, I think the players down tools on Emery. And that is why yeah. some of these players are struggling with their fitness now, because I think they definitely down tools now because they can't last 90 minutes because they're being asked to a completely different high intensity off the ball pressure. We're so good off the ball now in the last few games um, that he's having to kind of rotate because the players just aren't fit enough. And that will come. That will come with time. But yeah, really impressed with the performances last few games. 100%. This gets to some questions. Um, Corex Guna 21 says, Lee judges, would you move Erba central and Laka to the wing? His work rate is great, but Aubameyang is is the better central striker. Thoughts? Mm. Do you know what? That's a difficult one. Difficult one to say, really. Like, you know, I, I, you know, Lacazette played really well second half and, and held the ball up really well. And his work rate and, and shutting down was fantastic. Amber's been doing it out on the wing. But sometimes I think that you know, and I think this may happen further down the line. They might um, uh, interchange or something like that. But, but at this moment in time, I think that I, I've also got a feeling it'd be very interesting in generally if they look to buy someone else, another wide player, so that they can maybe rotate uh, Abamyang and, and Lacazette in there or, or go with um, um, Abamyang a lot more. I, I still think that we need, if we're going to play Abamyang out on the left, I, I feel he is better down the centre if we can get another ball play, a ball playing wide player that's going to be able to take players on. So it's a really difficult one. That um, um, they, if if they was all, all if they was one player, it'd be absolutely fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you put them all into one player, you have got the the finish article. Uh, what what lacker um, lacks Abamyang got, and what Abamyang lacks Lacazette's got. So it's a tough one. I, I, but at the moment, listen, I, I will say this, uh, Lundberg couldn't fit them in. Arteta seems to be fitting them in and it's working. So, you know, as long as it's working and, and they're happy to do so, then uh, I, I'm, I'm happy with what's going on. Uh, that's, oh no, that's not the one I wanted. This one, uh, obviously coming in from a Leeds fan. Good evening to you. Um, great game last night. Do we think Lee, what do we think of Leeds United? 
would we like to see them back in the Premiership? Well, first of all, I have to say how much they impressed me last night. They're, they were so fit um, mm. and really, really gave us a game of football last night. So, yeah, of course, I'd love to see Leeds back in the Premier League. They believe they, they belong in the Premier League. Their support is fantastic. Um, I mean, there was 8,000 of them there last night, absolutely outsung the Emirates, well, which is not hard. But, I mean, if you, if you watch them at home, their ground is always full. It doesn't matter if they're playing... Bottom of the league, top of the league, the ground is always full. So, yeah, I'd really love to see um, Leeds back in the Premier League. What about you, Dan? 100%. I was there last night and I thought their support was, oh, wait, to say it was fantastic was an understatement. They were absolutely brilliant and they were superb in the first half. I mean, should have been 3 or 4 nil up, in my opinion. You know, if Patrick Bamford doesn't hit the crossbar with that shot, it's a different game, in my opinion, because I think once the one goes in, uh, you know what happens with teams, they can get on top of you and get another couple, because I thought they had some great chances. Uh, as I say, I already mentioned Calvin Phillips. I think he's going to be a star. I also like their centre-half, Ben White. I was told to look out for him uh, from Chris. He was on the podcast, uh, Pots Preview. He said, look out for Ben White. He's on loan from Brighton. He looks top draw. So I looked at him last night. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. You know, I hardly put a foot wrong so um got some great players and a great manager there they're well drilled real good coach side and of course i want to mm. see them in the premier league i yeah. think you know they're massive massive club leads you know still some massive clubs in the championship leads Notts forest absolutely huge clubs um so yeah without a doubt great fan base and uh and fantastic uh football so yeah big welcome to the premier league in my opinion absolutely lee what about you sir? everyone see them back up or call Le- Leeds United will be a Premier League, Premier League club next season. Guaranteed. I hope so. I, hope so. Uh, I, thought, I, I thought they was outstanding yesterday. They've been outstanding for most of the time. And I'll tell you what, Mikel Arteta said something the other day. He said they play teams at high intensity three days every week. You know, every game. So three days off, then they're at it again. And they've been consistent all that. You know, I've got a couple of Leeds mates um who are a little bit worried that they might blow out again, but I don't think they will this season. I think they'll learn from their lessons of last season and um, they'll be in the Premier League next season and yep. I'll be delighted when they are. And their, their, their right-back was an ex-Arsenal youth player, I believe. Yes, Luke, yeah. Luke, um, Luke, Luke Allen, yeah. He's captain yes, he as well, isn't he, I think? Yeah, he's captain. Brilliant, yeah. I, I thought. I thought he was... Uh, mm. What proper defender, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was no great. Wonder, no wonder we released him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he must. Yeah, he, he's good. That's why we let him go. Um, now, look, let's look forward to. I mean, I know there's a POTS preview coming up, but we'll, we'll talk about it quickly. Um, we're not going to go for too much longer this evening, uh, just to get us back into the swing of things. But uh, Crystal Palace uh, at the weekend uh, mm-hmm. is going to be a hell of a test, Dan. Massive. And uh, I was saying to my dad last night, actually, on the bus on the way back to the car, that I was saying, you know, in a game, I said, Crystal Palace are a bit of a bogey team in the last few few years for us. You know, the, even this season, they uh, we still should have beaten them at home. The VAR let us down, unfortunately, because I still can't see what was wrong with that goal. But obviously, we're 2-0 up, should have won the game, and they got back into it. Last season at the Emirates, Zaha was a bit of a nightmare for us, and we struggled. And he did Mustafi, uh, which ain't hard, to be fair, but he did him, and, and we lost 3-2. And ultimately, that cost us top four. Uh, and I remember last season that, you know, there were so many issues with trying to beat them at Palace. I can't remember the last time we've won there even, you know. It must be coming back a few seasons now. Um, Zaha is going to cause us issues. Um, the one good thing about it is Milohojevic is uh, is obviously suspended because he got his red card. So if they do get a penalty, I haven't seen him miss one yet. So they'll obviously have a, a, a chance of getting someone else to take it. But in all seriousness, Zaha is going to cause problems 100%. I think he's a top draw player. Um, so it, it is going to be hard. I'm, I'm still not confident of a three points there. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just don't feel like... We I'm the same as you. Crystal Palace. Yeah. 
Crystal Palace, and it was always uh, Bolton when they were in the Premier League. Every time yeah, we played Bolton, Bolton, I was like, oh, no, they're going to lose to these. Um, we have a bit of uh, Zach seems to think that Zaha, sorry, Brad uh, seems to think that Zaha has a doubt. Um, that would be nice mm, if he nice. is. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, because you know he's a good player, um, and he, and he is a player um, that would do. So Palace have eleven injuries. Blimey. Hmm. Okay. Still going to be a big test. Still uh, a massive test. Yeah. Um, but it's one that we. I, I think that if we're going to be looking to 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 attack the top four, I'm not saying we're going to get the top four, but, but you know what I mean by that. This is a. We've got to win there. We've got to go there and win. You know, um, Spurs have got Liverpool on the uh, in the evening game, so we could actually by the time if we beat um, Palace, we could be level on points with Spurs. And everybody's still saying that Spurs have got a good chance of top four. So if we're going to be level on points in games that, mm. that that evening game, then surely we've got to be back in the race. You know, that's my my opinion. But I'm not. I'm not anything. It'd be an interesting. I'm going to go to this game on Saturday, and I'm going to observe. I'm going to see what 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 we're all about and i think a few questions will be asked on um and hopefully a few answered on yeah Saturday. i mean it's going to be it'll be our tetas first away game um well it was everton i suppose wasn't it well, yeah he, he had uh bournemouth as well was was he a bournemouth yeah, it was his first real game. Was that his first? Okay, well, okay then. His second game away from home. Uh, we've seen two go. We've seen two good games at home from him. Um, any idea what kind of lineup he's going to go for, Dan? What kind of formation he's going to go for away from home? Yeah, I don't think we'll see a change in formation. I think he'll stick with it. I think he's liking what we've done the last few games. Um, Leno got a touch on Leno. He'll be in goal. I, 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 people were—I couldn't believe my eyes that people on Twitter were oh. having a massive go on him. Oh, he's an awful keeper. It's the first error I've seen him make since he's come to Arsenal. Burnt Leno, burnt Leno, single-handedly, literally single-handedly, kept us out the bottom three. Yes. So yes. for the mistake against Chelsea from me, he gets an absolute pass. Same here, mate. And just then what do, happened against? Just Man don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What happened against Man United? He comes out and the confidence hadn't knocked yeah. at all. He was brilliant. So he'll definitely start in goal. I think Maitland-Niles will definitely play it right back because of uh, Socrates covering for him last night so he could have a rest. So I expect him to come back in. Um, I think Kalasanac will probably play at left back. I think he's trying to give him a run of games to get him back fit. So I expect him to play. And he has been good. Um, and you don't hear me say that often. So he has been good the last few games. I think he'll stick with Socrates and Luiz because I don't think we've got much of a choice at the back, to be fair. Um, looks like Mustafi could be gone because he wasn't even in the squad last night. So let's hope he's finally going to say goodbye this window. I think he's going to stick with Torreira, Chaka and Ozil. And I think he's going to stick with Pepe, Lacazette and Aubameyang. Um, I must mention Martinelli because he came on again last night and I thought he was absolutely brilliant. You know, everything that he does, he just looks exciting. He's always looking to go forward. And we've got quite a few players um, at this time that are get, people are getting frustrated with us always passing it back and sideways, which is frustrating. Trust me, it really is when you're there at the games as well. But this guy just looks to go forward. And, you know, last night he won three kicks. He was really strong on the ball for a, for a young lad. Looks to be a real flair player. Mm. I think he's got... It, it, not not many players have excited me over the last few years like this lad. So I think he's going to be top draw. So that's what I think the lineup will be. And and it's good to get some players back like Rob Holding, Danny Ceballos. Um, now that they're back on the bench and, and in, in mixing in with the first team, it, it's great to get them fit and get our squad back, boys, because it has been a few bad for, for injuries this season, hasn't it? 
I mean, Martinelli, £6 million. Pounds. Oh, oh, no. Bargain. Bargain. £6 million. Pounds. Lee, I saw something on Twitter earlier that I've been dying to ask. Um, Dan as well. Is there any place in this team for Mkhitaryan under Arteta? Oh, that's a good question. Um, at this moment in time, um, maybe, maybe. I, like you know, I've got to say that anybody. Look, listen, if you can get a tune out of Shaka and get a tune out of Socrates and David Luiz, uh, you know, then I, I think you could get a tune out of any of them. So it would be a, a bit of good thing there. Where he would play, I don't know. Back up to to Mesut Ozil, maybe. But then I see Sabias being that person. But um, I, you know, I can't see him getting on the wings, if I'll be honest. But you know, it certainly. Uh, he, he's one of that. He was a bit of an enigma with me. I think you know he could could have been a very very good player. But um, you know, I, I I don't think it'd be worth bringing him back from from his loan spell from Roma. We don't really desperately. Need that, mate. Yeah, I think that that's quite great. Maybe that league suits you yeah. better. But um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to bring anybody in to stop the progress of Martinelli because I do believe that he will be going in there as a, as a eventually taking over from from Aubameyang as as the main striker. I really do think that he's that good. But at this moment, keeping him wide. What's a great thing at the moment is that, like yesterday, when when we've got a player tiring now, like like Reese Nelson or or even a Bamiang or Lacazette, we can bring him on, you know, and we can be just as lively. So I think he's going to be get lots of game time, whether it be starting from the bench or um, coming, uh, you know, um, cut starting and coming off. I think that he's going to be a real asset to us over the next um, next few uh, few weeks uh, to this season and going forward I think he's going to be very very good for oh, I love I'm, I'm with Dan on this you know what I mean he done a little bit of skill on the edge of the box yesterday if you're a good defender oh, yeah. that, that will frighten you because he's got quick feet um, and he's got a enthusiasm and work rate that I really really like um, and what what I think that it would do I, I honestly think that you know if you was Pepe even Aubameyang and Lacazette you'd be looking over sure oh, like you know like say, if you're Lacazette at the moment, thinking, "Oh, I didn't score today," you know what I mean? He might bring in, he might, he might bring Martinez back in the left hand side, and put a Bamiang in the middle, and I'm out. So I've got to perform that little bit here. You know, I, I just think it's just a good, good, good thing to have up there, and I think he's going to improve players just by being there. And I, mm. because you know that he's going to, he's going to come on, and I think we've got to get that competition. At the back as well, and that's what works vital that we mm. sign some defenders. Mm. I mean, pr- pr- pretty much everyone in the chat is saying, "Sell him, sell him, sell him, sell him, sell him." Um, it was just something I saw on Twitter, and I just found it quite interesting. You know, Sabios mm. is on. It's so, yeah. a problem, and it is. It, would you say, like, you know, if we could wages. release wages, uh, I think well, it's Peter wages. Renner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Renner talked about it, and he's dead right. I think the wages off the bill is on nearly two hundred grand a week for me. Mm. But I, I'd probably get rid of him now. I don't think he's going to get ahead of those awards. Bios, I certainly wouldn't play him ahead of Pepe or Martinelli. So I think it probably is time for him to go. But it would be interesting to see what you know Arteta can get out of these players because I, I was given a lot of abuse at the start of the season because I said that I thought we had the third best team on paper, and and I stand by it because I think that a lot of people give me a lot of abuse on Twitter and said you're talking nonsense, and a lot of people commented on here and said it was rubbish what I said. But I actually still stand by it because I think it just proves that if the right manager can work with these players I think they are some talented players out there mm. but 
for me, we probably have the best squad. We don't have the best team. And it's all about the team. And if Arteta can get us playing as a team, he's already proven to see what he can do in some of these games. And we are seeing better performances. Yeah, there's still problems. We're still weak at the back. We're still frail in places. We're still tired, fatigued. But I still feel that with a fully fit squad, we've got some great players there. We're just saying that Mkhitaryan couldn't get into our squad and you're maiming people like Martinelli. You're forgetting Saka, who's been brilliant for us this season. He's mm. come through. Another lad who probably, you know, if we Good get point. another lad in, won't be playing. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people laughed and said that's a, that's, a, that's a stupid thing. But I look around and I think to myself, I still feel that apart from Man City and Liverpool, we're right up there in terms of who we've got in our squad because no one else can boast of Bamiang, Pepe, Lacazette and, uh, and Ozil. Last question before we end up tonight because I know... A lot of people are interested in going to watch the uh, the old Mank Derby. Um, <laughs> Lee, for the rest of the season, another. I was speaking to someone, one of my ba- one of my mates there uh, over the Christmas, and he said that Arteta is getting a free hit from now until the end of the season. He said, as long as we don't go down, wherever we finish, we finish. Um, if we win the Europa League, we win the Europa League. If we win a cup, we win a cup. But he says that Arteta has got to have at least the rest of the season as a kind of a free run at it. Um, how would you? What, what would you... Uh, I'm not so sure. Like you know, listen. Uh, you know, Lundberg proved after sort of six or seven games that it probably wasn't going to be for him. You know, but I do believe probably didn't have the right people helping him out. You know. I don't think you'll ever free. I, I I think that what Arsenal fans will will want to say they want if if he if say for instance he played the next ten games like like that first half fans will will turn simple mm-hmm. as that you know what I mean because but Arsenal fans pay a lot of money they don't want to see mediocre and and I don't know about anybody else and you guys I, I'm I'm fed up with seeing mediocre I yeah. know I, I want to start seeing things Absolutely. kicking on yeah now. From my point of view, this is the board's decision because the 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 last manager in Emery was chosen by Gazidis. This is their appointment. This is the new regime's appointment. So they need to get that right. And what I see, you know, at the moment is I don't suppose it's a free hit, but I think that there's a little bit of pressure off of him. You know, like next season, like like there was with Emery, and and Emery performed. To a certain degree, but once the pressure come on him, he couldn't handle it. Mm. Now, you know, let's put the pressure on uh, Arteta to see if he can handle it. You know, that's my, you know, by giving him the um, performance, giving him the, you know, let's try and get as high as we possibly can. And I think that, he, you know, that's what he's going to try and do. I think that he's going to going to go and try and um, get to top four. Whether they will get that or not, I don't know. I, I don't personally think that they that they will. But I think, you know if we can get up there and close it, what we want to see as a, what I want to see as a fan is I want to go into next season thinking we've got a good chance of doing something. You know, I I feel at the moment, Arsenal fans like myself have got far too used to losing games of football. Mm. It's become accepted. I want us to get back to start winning games. I want us to go on a big run now to the end of the season. I want to see what, what it's like when we're on that run. I want to see how we handle it. How, how things go and how we progress from there. So I, I do feel that we should put a little bit of pressure on him. But I think that, do you know what? I think he put that pressure on himself because of what he's doing. He wants to be successful. And at the moment, you know, I, I think that we've got to um, be really, you know, 
challenging on all fronts at the moment. There's still, yeah. why it's still possible, we can still get top four. I'm not saying we're going to get it. I don't want anybody going, ah, oh, you're mad because we've had a cut. Why it's possible, let's go for it. Three weeks ago, we're talking about relegation. Yeah. And I was, and I, I, I was one that I thought, you know, if this carries on, we could be in a relegation battle. But I now feel that what I've seen and the way he's implicating things is that I feel that we can be pushing on where that will take us at sea. And, yeah, I think the Europa League... Listen, the Europa League is no give-me, by the way. Uh, you know, um, Inter Milan are in, in that. They're going to bring... Uh, they're going to strengthen their side. They're going to strengthen with some players. They've got some talented players, by the way. So that's not going to be easy and no give-me going into the Europa League. So let's see where it goes. And I'll tell you what, also, I want us to have a good run in this FA Cup as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't want us throwing that away. I Awful draw, though. It. Awful draw for the next round. Awful do, draw. Do you reckon? I think so. Bournemouth away. I think no, it's an awful draw for us. I think I'm, I'm, I think that Bournemouth are in a little bit of trouble. I think that they're going to have to concentrate on getting out of the Premier League, and I think that maybe that they, they might not forfeit it. But you know what I'm saying, like play it. I, I think it's not a bad. I, I'd rather go somewhere like Bournemouth than like, like say Leeds away. I know that we're going to West Brom away, there, or yeah, like that, yeah. You know, that could cause a bit of a problem. So uh, no, I'm, I'm, you know. Um, I feel quite confident with that one, to be honest. I didn't think it was a bad draw. Dan, um, so Mikhail Arteta, my buddy says he gets a free pass. What do you, what do you want to see um, by the end of this season? Uh, so I want to see a um, run of performances like this so far. Um, how long can this continue? I'd like to see us go on a run of wins, but we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. In terms of the overall. League position, I still don't think we're going to get top four. I think we could sneak top six, but I still think top four or Chelsea will just get it with Leicester, Man City and Liverpool. I think out of the inconsistent uh, teams, Chelsea are probably the most consistent. I know they've had a few bad games, but I think Frank's done really well there. So I think that they will nick fourth and it will be between you know us, United and Spurs for six, uh, top six. I'm actually OK with that. You know, I, I, I personally have written the league off for top four. Europa League, though, I'd like to see us have a right run in that. And I think the FA Cup as well, because I look at the Europa League and Lee's spot on about uh, Inter Milan being in it, but you've also got some good teams. You've got Ajax, you've got Roma, you've still got Man United and Wolves. But really, over two legs, I don't feel, I don't fear any of those teams. I think there could be some real difficult uh, games, don't get me wrong. Look at last I year, I mean, look at last year when we drew Napoli, I was like, ah, oh, that's it, we're out. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, got, did, and then we got Valencia. Ah, oh, well, at least we beat Napoli. Absolutely, like, and, <laughs> and you know, it, 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 and it could be like that. We could get into Milan in the quarters, and you think, oh, here we go again. But who knows? In that cup competition, we have, we're looking better at home in the last few games that we've seen it. So that's a good thing for the Europa League because we have to play the home leg. So that's always a bonus. So if you are have a bad game away, it doesn't mean you're always it doesn't always mean you're out. So maybe the Europa League we can go for it. I'd like to see us get to another Europa League final. I'd like to see us get to Wembley. Um but I've got to be realistic. I think what Arteta will do is he'll do everything he can until about February, March to look at where we are in the league. Good and point. I think then he'll I think then he'll prioritise the Europa League. Mm. And I think that that will be what we go for, boys. And I'd love to see us back in the Champions League. Arteta wants to be in the Champions League, 100%. He don't want to go to Maccabi Haifa on a Thursday at 6 o'clock, does he? He wants to go on a Tuesday or Wednesday to Real Madrid. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, I've been around his house. It's, it's not great. <laughs> um, this, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Liverpool are going to come to the Emirates unbeaten. We're, need, we're going to need to beat Liverpool to get back in the top four. 
And you know what happens? Can, can I ask one question before go on we then. go? All right, see what that quickly go in the comments because somebody asked me, Spurs fan asked me this Sunday. Do you want Spurs or Liverpool to win on on Sunday? It's no brainer. Well, hold on a minute. It, it is a no brainer because you know it, one if Spurs were to win, it it, it, it will stops the unbeaten run. We 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 give it. We get it. We keep that. We stay invincible. The um no no no. Invincible no, 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 no. or do we just say right no? No 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 no. I don't want them. Does it unwashed, cheese-smelling, horrible bastards to win anything? I'm with you. I'm with you on it. I'll, 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 if Liverpool, if Liverpool goes the, the season unbeaten and Liverpool beat our 49 record, so be it. That's how I see it. If Liverpool know. go unbeaten and they win the league unbeaten, well done. What, I never, well done. I can never cheer. I can never cheer. I'm never going to say going to cheer it on, no, no. but it, it I'm the, not going to. No, I'm not going to cheer. Gonna, it on. All I'm saying, saying is, if they do it, if they do do it, we have to be, you know, uh, yeah. as football fans and the lovers of the game, we have. Well, I certainly will, whether other people will or not. I, I will respect the fact of what they've done, because we know, especially Arsenal fans, we know how hard, and especially yeah. now, even harder. Um, I'd say it's now. even harder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to win a, to win the league unbeaten, and if they go and win the league unbeaten, then fair play to them. They're a great football team. Um, I, I have a friend here who I work with who supports Liverpool. We we talk every day about uh, you know about Liverpool and Arsenal and this that and the other. I actually enjoy watching Liverpool, and I don't mind admitting it. I think they're absolutely yeah, brilliant. Um, I think what he's done is brilliant as well. Clock everything he's done the last few years, they, brilliant. They are, they are everything anyone should aspire to be. They're such a good team. Um, and look, if they win it unbeaten, but no, I want Liverpool to absolutely stuff. Well, yeah, so do I. Because yeah, so do I. Look, you know, as I say, level with Tottenham. If we beat Palace, we go on the same points as them. So I'm with you. This, this, you know, if we can't get fourth, we've got to get above them. That's what my motto is. Anyway. Well, exactly. I mean, if we, could I think I, I don't know if I've done the maths right because my mate, I, 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 tell, I tell a lie, I haven't done the maths. My mate's done the maths, but I don't. I haven't checked it to make sure it's right. But I believe that Liverpool and Man City. Play each other on the 49th unbeaten game. Oh, I believe. Oh, at Man and City. And that is the at Man City, and that's the day they can win the league as well if they. Beat oh them. my god! Oh, I don't know if I've done that right, and it, and it could change. But I, I believe at the moment, as things stand, 49, 49 undefeated is against Man City at the Etihad, and they can win the league that day. Wow! Imagine. I mean, this is why we love the game. This is why we love the game. But I still yeah. think, I still think it's written. Written in the stars, they live. They go, they'll come to the Emirates and we'll beat them. Imagine well, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? Like they do, then there's every chance, isn't there? And that they, they, they'll have more games. They might be a little bit more tired. You know what I mean? So, yeah, why not? A lot of people in the chat um, are saying that United will do them next week. Um, Liverpool, but United to do them next week. Oh no, sorry, Liverpool, but Man United to do Spurs. Sorry about that. I got um, mixed up there. A lot of people say Manchester City will end Liverpool's unbeaten run. Um, if, if, if there's one team to do it, you would it's say us. City. It's us. No, not this moment in time. Maybe in a month's time or whatever, but no, I do no. think that... Um, bring them. Bring them. Like, bring them. Interesting. Um, let's bring... Good evening, Craig. Great podcast. <laughs> Good to see Lee. 
<laughs> isn't slurring his words following his half pints earlier. You got all right, Charlie. I thought you was my mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it. There, now you know that's it. We're gonna go now anyway because um, yeah. me, I'm sure everyone wants to watch the uh, the Manchester derby. Um, and we, oh, Lee's got to go out of bed because <laughs> <laughs> he's been out. He's been out this afternoon and he's had a couple of halves. Um, halves of what, Lee? Amstel. That's <laughs> nice. I like it, so I'm, I'm, I actually like, prefer that now to Peroni. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, Peroni. I like it, yeah. No? I like Am- Peroni. Peroni. I like Peroni, oh, yeah, I, but Amstel. Yeah, I tell you what I don't like. Amstel tastes like piss and kebabs. I don't know. I'll tell you what I don't like. That bleeding Camden stuff that they've got the arse on now. That's horrible. I can't have that. That's horrible. What's it called? I have to have bottles of bud, mate. Camden Hills. Yes. I have to have bud. You've got to have an acquired taste to drink. Oh, right. well, it's not for me. It's like, got to be, it's got to be Budweiser, mate. Here we go with an Amstel drinker. Oh, I don't like Camden beer. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's drink, you're drinking the worst lager on the market. No way. Foster's is the worst. That oh, that yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. I love a Foster's. Yeah. Lads and lasses, we're back and it's great. 2020. Um, a few games to go yet. So we'll be back next Monday. Talking about the Crystal Palace game. Um, hopefully, Graham will be back with us if he can make it. Obviously, we've done the podcast uh, Tuesday this week because of last night's game. Um, we did miss one um, before Christmas, um, but that was because, unfortunately, I had to attend a funeral. So I couldn't really do much about that. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back to normal every Monday night. Thanks for everyone for watching. Uh, 300 of you uh, come to see us tonight. So thanks very much indeed. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Remember to follow us on Twitter. Um, remember to share our video uh, far and wide within your Arsenal friends um, and get them to come over uh, and say hello to us. Uh, Dan, thanks very much, mate. Thank you very much, Craig. Remember, we'll be on a Thursday night. We're going to do another POTS preview for the Palace game. So 7 o'clock Thursday. See you all here. 7 o'clock Thursday for the Pots preview versus Crystal Palace. Uh, Mr. Judges, uh, you've done a show with uh, Kevin Campbell today, I believe? Yeah, that'll be out probably tomorrow, like, you know, so check that out. Um, lots of positive stuff to talk about today, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, and I'd just like to wish everybody a happy new year, like, you know, so um, and let's hope that uh, we all have a good one. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and look out for um, Jay Fizzy's. Uh, new new uh, new series starting on the channel hopefully on Friday uh, hopefully that will get uploaded um, on fr- a Friday afternoon sometime FIFA predictions uh, for the score like I said at the start of the video um, go over and uh, go over and support him fantastic FIFA YouTuber uh, very underrated um, great great um, entertainment uh, I've watched a few of his videos um, it's very good very gets gets right into it um, it's good for a bit of entertainment um, <laughs> if, if not anything else. Uh, So, yeah, we'll see you next week. Um, And until then, take care of yourself and each other. Up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal. Happy New Year. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.